Hello guys, uh, welcome to episode 3 of uh, Tech for Dummies uh, podcast. So today we are talking about something a little bit interesting and uh, you will find it uh, more helpful if you are looking for more information, especially when it comes to fintech, that's finance and technology. So as we already know that uh, the world is moving away from the what we already or what we are used to in terms of doing business uh, most of the time uh, you find that the businesses are moving now towards the platforms for example we are used to uh, using taxis now all you have to do is just pull up your phone and then you order uber and such stuff also we are used to go visiting directly to restaurants you can now order now what we want to talk about today is how that thing is affecting the banking industry so here with me is david um so david uh maybe you can introduce yourself and thanks for increasing our episode today uh thank you kevin for giving me an opportunity to uh, share with you in this podcast um yeah it's a very interesting topic uh from my perspective um you know i've been in the startup world running a startup in fintech and cloud computing for close to 10 years right now right yeah and um, i've been watching these trends and um, yeah it's true that uh, you know alipay and uh, paypal are killing banks right yeah because uh, they are the platforms of the finance and um, so it's it's unfortunate but uh, banks Uh, you know seeing the the end of them and uh, their role and uh, the importance within the economy is becoming uh, reduced day by day right so i think uh, it's important to to look back and uh, you know and uh, we can summarize that uh, you know banks or finance as provided by banks is one of the least innovative uh, sector right just imagine that uh, the first bank dates back to 1600 and um the, the model that was there is still a model that is you know the one still using today yes they still took uh, people's deposit kept them safe right and offered people loans right and earned interests uh from loans and uh you know that became their revenues right you know more than 300 years later they are still doing the same with uh, no much addition <laughs> maybe know? just improved false or something <laughs> yeah yeah so um so i think uh, uh with uh, they have been enjoying that uh you know um, the comfort zone yeah with with literal consequences right. no one has uh, really threatened them for that 300 years but that has changed um you know with the evolution of software right. that has seen that change and uh, i think we'll go through some numbers just to understand uh why we we, we are we are we, we are seeing the death of banks right so uh probably uh if we we, we look at more numbers right. we, we can focus on uh you know the biggest banks in the world right and you know the the biggest bank in uh, in the the world we look at two banks and uh, one is a bank in the US which is okay. uh, JP Morgan and Chase right and the other bank is uh, the biggest bank in China which is a uh, uh, China 
uh, you know, Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, ICBC. Yep. So uh, these are pretty big, 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 big organization. By all measures, uh, they are big because uh, if you look at JP Morgan Chase, it was founded back in 1799. Like you can trace it through to um, a bank that was called the Manhattan Company that was, uh, you know, founded in 1799. It's a bank that has over 93 million cards. It was issued over 93 million consumer cards. And um, it has a market capitalization of its value in the, on the shares, you know, stock exchange right. uh, for 70 billion. So right. that is a very big company by all measures. And uh, when you go to um, the ICBC of China, it was founded, uh, it's a government funded bank which mm. was uh, founded in 1984 and it has over 150 million customers. Right. And its market capitalization can be argued to be around 500 uh, billion dollars. Okay. Yeah. So it's a big organization for for that matter. Right. And all these banks, they have over like 5,000 branches and over 300,000 uh, staff. Right. So these are big, big, big banks. Right. However, uh, if we flip and look at uh, Alipay and... Uh, PayPal, PayPal right. which are the platforms of the finance, right. their numbers are just uh, so so low, right. uh, despite the, the amount of size. Right. So maybe I can cite one, customers, number of customers. So you have said uh, JP Morgan and Chase has over 93 million consumer cards issued. Now let's look at PayPal, which is the largest uh, uh, platform uh, you know, finance platform in the U.S. Right. PayPal records to have over 361 million uh, users uh, globally. Right. So you can see with the JP Morgan Chase with uh, 94 million, you're having PayPal with uh, over, you know, more than three times. Right. You know, actually more than four times. So that's one, that's the number of customers. If you look at uh, China, the, the, the China you have said that um, ICBC has over 150 million customers. Now, Alipay, you'd be surprised because they have over 1.3 billion users. Billion. That is almost 10 <laughs> times more than, uh, you know, the bank, right? right? So uh, that's one, that's one metric, number of customers. Let's look at uh, the other thing that banks claim to support, which mm -hmm. is businesses. Right. So you, 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 you listen or you, you read about uh, JP Morgan and Chase and uh, they say they have over 3 million uh, businesses mm -hmm. that are supported on their platform. Mm -hmm. Go to PayPal. PayPal has over 13 million, you know, merchant. Right. That is, uh, you know, that is, I think, four times more. You more than to, JP Morgan. Yeah. You go to China, uh, you, you have, uh, uh, you know, ICBC uh, saying that uh, they support um, over, I think, is it over 8 million, 8 to 10 million businesses. Right. Now, if you go to Alibay, you have a crazy number. They support over 80, 80 million merchant businesses. Right. Now, Alipay alone has over three 
20 million daily users. Okay? Good. Daily users. And uh, uh, those are just numbers. So, uh, so far, uh, in terms of market uh, capitalization or evaluation of the companies, right. banks are still ahead because, uh, you know, they have a huge asset base. Right. You know? uh, because you look at, um, you have said, uh, both uh, JP Morgan Chase and uh, ICBC, they are at around $500 billion. Right. Now, you, you have uh, Alipay, uh, arguably around $400 billion. And uh, um, PayPal, it's around uh, three, $341 billion. Now, this valuation will surpass banks. It's just a matter of time. So, um, uh, that indicates, uh, you know, the strides that, the, you know, platforms have made. And right. it's important to, to note this, that we have said that, uh, um, you know, um, JP Morgan and Chase, you know, dates back to 1799. Right. You know, PayPal was founded in which year? 1998. 1998. Let's go to China. It's more interesting, actually, in China, because you're, you're talking about uh, uh, Alipay. Right. It was founded in the year 2004 by Jack Ma. Right. So, uh, they are just, uh, these uh, payment platforms, they are just gaining momentum right and uh, with no time they will be uh, you know taking over you know finance as we know it right yeah so um, I think that's it maybe we can look at uh, why now yeah that that's that should be like uh, now why are they why is this happening why is it so hard for banks to innovate considering that you know these guys, they, you can assume that it's, uh, I mean, it's it's safe to assume that these guys has the cash. Yes. The money is not the problem. Yes. What's their problem? Yeah, actually, uh, as you rightfully say, right. even as, as today, these banks are sitting on more bigger piles of money than uh, these uh, these other companies. Right. So, bank, you know, money is not a problem. Actually, when it comes to innovation, uh, a lot of time money works against uh, the innovation. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it creates a you know a comfort zone. Yeah. Right. And um, not unless you are using money to acquire. Right. Uh, then it's hard to you know to innovate when you you know you have uh, loads of money. But yeah. uh, uh, when we look at uh, this finance sector, it's an interesting one because. You can see for 300 years they attempted to do nothing other than to beautify their buildings, you know, you know. <laughs> <They did laughs> nothing <the> logos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing much. It's all fine. Uh, yeah, so, um, but let's see, uh, like, uh, pointers why. One, I, I, would, I would say that uh, why banks, um, they didn't innovate and they are not innovating even right. now. It's, uh, they have always had uh, sweat-free money, right. you know. Look at their model. You give them money, yeah. then you borrow your money, <laughs> and uh, they earn, you know, some interest from, they earn from uh, your you borrow. borrowing your money. Yes, and uh, it is important to know that uh, they usually even don't lose that money right. in case you don't pay. Is insurance? They, yeah, way before even you get to the insurance, right. they'll first put you in jail. <laughs> you know, 
then they go back to the government, their big brother or their, their spouse, yeah. and tell them, you know, we lost this money. Can you bail us out? Right. And the government writes and prints more money for them. Right. So they have never, they are never losing anything. Right. So that's one. They cannot innovate as long as uh, there is no downside. They have plan B. Yeah. Right. The other thing is, uh, uh, like uh, I had um, suggested, I would say they are married to the government. So, right. So over s- centuries, banks and government, they are one thing. They're working together. Yes. And they work together. Right. To the detriment of, uh, you know, common man. Right. Uh, a few times the government says, we are going to regulate banks and uh, we are going to ensure that uh, they don't oppress the people. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, behind, behind the boardrooms... Uh, but it does an act. Yeah, because behind the boardroom, they are basically asking banks, can we get more taxes, right. you know, from your profits? Right. And so they, they, so um, they are married to the government means there's no innovation. Because I'll give you an example. Uh, um, fraud. Right. So when uh, banks started facing fraud, right. you should have expected them to innovate ways of dealing with fraud. Right. You know, just like uh, uh, fintechs. Uh, you know, when fintech face fraud, they don't, don't cry to anyone. They look for ways to, you know, to deal with it. Right. So what did the bank do? The okay. bank went to the government right. and told the government, you know what? The people are not... Um, uh, we need to have the people registered. We need to have them mapped on addresses. Uh, we need to have uh, one unique uh, ID. Right. Uh, your father gone to the government, told the government we need the biometric on the citizen, you know, just yeah. to deal with fraud, which right. is a, which is a problem that uh, they should have innovated uh, other ways of, uh, you know. Uh, dealing with it. Yes. But uh, now that uh, they are still married to the government, there is no way they can innovate. They will, they will always move at the same pace, right. you know. And government don't innovate. You know. The other thing I say is that uh, they are too bulky to innovate. Now imagine an organization that dates back to 1799. Mm-hmm. This is an organization with a, a lot of baggage. Right. Look at uh, they have uh, you know branches. Right. Um, they they have. Uh, um, history that they're trying to maintain and uh, all these and uh, as a result they are too bulky to innovate right so they, they are always trying to you know to to improve their profit by five percent ten percent and in most cases by charging customers more you know yeah uh, nothing not, nothing new you know and the, the, the other thing i would say uh, why banks have not innovated and will not innovate still right. is that uh, uh Banks have a catch of hiring the A students, you know? Right. So um, uh, they hire the, the A students and they have no room for, you know, misfit or people who are considered to be failures in the, in, through the education sector. Right. So someone may argue that uh, probably those are the best people and uh, those are the people who can innovate. <laughs> but no. Yeah, because what happens is that uh, when you hire those students, they come and follow the book. Right, they they, they just come and uh, you know try to uh, improve what is there, right. you know, and uh, try to maybe um, be compliant as possible. Right, you know, if uh, you're supposed to attend to hundred customers in uh, a day, right, they, they you know the students just try to see how they can uh, do that. Right, now people have been. Uh, 
responsible for innovation. innovation. Right. If you look closely, they are, they, are, they are kind of misfits. These are guys who have dropped out of school. These are guys who have um, uh, failed. You hear people like Bill Gates talking about scoring Ds in math <laughs> and um, uh, Steve Jobs, you know, right. being, you know, being very difficult students to, right. you know, to concentrate in class. Right. Um, so uh, I think um, that as well as, uh, you know, has contributed to a culture of banks that uh, is less less innovative right and therefore um actually right now is when they have started to wake up if right. you look around you can see that uh, um banks are trying to get interested with uh digital payment mobile they're, banking yeah you know they're, they're uh, rushing around yes yes right uh they're, they're trying to um uh, you know like uh, jp morgan and chase they have a project uh, that is uh uh is a project on uh, crypto on um, you know uh, Bitcoin, not yeah. Bitcoin, but um, you know it's called what blockchain. You have a block blockchain uh, project. Okay, I think it's called uh, I don't know. It's called uh, I don't remember the name, but they they have a big uh, blockchain uh, you know blockchain uh, platform that they, they they are trying to kind of see if they can uh, be ahead of the curve by just, uh, you know. They can uh, capture at least a little bit of the market, right? Yeah. Actually, the, the, the platform is called Confirm. Confirm. So they, yes. So they, they, they are trying to, to go into that space. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, it could be too late. Because even if you look back here, uh, back in Kenya, mm-hmm. you're, you're seeing that uh, M-Pesa uh, arguably process more transactions than any bank. Yeah, and that's possibly true. will and maybe it is processing more transactions than all the banks combined. Right. You know, and they have uh, more customers than all the banks combined. Right. You know, and um, so uh, and that is just an indication of uh, uh, how the future is platform. And uh, you know, it's unfortunate that the banks have seen uh, are coming to their end finally. But I think uh, before we pronounce them dead, right. uh, we have to remember that uh, you know the government will always want banks to uh, to exist. To and exist, to, yeah, because the, the, the banks help in governance, right? Know? Like uh, if uh, you know if uh, you the government is after you for whatever the reason, uh-huh. you can easily freeze your money in the bank. And also, you know? I, th- I think uh, they use them in terms of injecting more money into the economy. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's true because, uh, you know, the banks are agents of uh, the central bank. The central bank, exactly. So if the central bank uh, is introducing new money, right. then, uh, you know, banks act as branches. Right. So they are important to governance. So we, we, we could uh, still have them because they are important to governance. Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of numbers, uh, they have lost it. In the, right. uh, I mean, they will continue to, to, you know, to drop. Right. Yeah. So I don't know whether um, you, you, you have heard of uh, uh, Flutterwave. 
Oh, Flutter, yeah, I have heard of, I've even seen the ads, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the ads are everywhere. Yeah. They have really good ads. You are yeah. Being a marketer, I must commend them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah. Uh, what I can say about Flutter is, is uh, they're uh, a startup uh, in Africa, I mean, uh, in Nigeria. It's from Nigeria, right. right. And uh, what is interesting about Flutter is um, they are introducing uh, what we can call uh, you know, borderless banking. As you may know, right. uh, you know, the, uh, you know, Africa as a continent is uh, highly fragmented. That uh, you can hardly send money to any country. Right. You know, like uh, every country, there is no, you know, the, transferring money between countries in Africa is just so hard. Right. Well, now we have Flutter, Flutter is in more than 16 countries in Africa. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to receive and send money uh, easily in okay. these countries. Right. And uh, opening an account with them is oh. as simple as providing your details. Right. So um, you can, uh, you, I mean, they, they are scaling faster than any bank mm-hmm. or any bank would scale. Right. So that indicates the future. The, you know, the future in finance is uh, through platforms. Right. You know, people like um, Flutterwave, M-Pesa, Alipay, PayPal, you know, and so many others, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, so I think, um, um, I, don't, I don't know. You may ask <laughs> what's the way forward for, for banks, uh, but I don't think uh, really it's a reversible curve. So, so, you know, one now may wonder, like, uh, if now these pronouns, I mean, the merchants of uh, likes of PayPal, Flutterwave, if now that pronounces the the end of of banks, as as in what, on what we know now as the buildings. Yes. Do you think? Do you, do you think the online uh, the, the Online wallets. Yes. Do you think that's what now that that's what will replace them? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, digital wallets uh, is a future. Right. And uh, you have to commend the banks because yeah, they have uh, done something around that. They have tried to move into digital wallets. Digital wallets. So uh, you know, um, right now, if you have an account in any bank, mm-hmm. there is nothing physical about it. There is no file. There is no, uh, you know, it's just a digital wallet. Right. And, uh, uh, so, and uh, most banks also have a mobile app. They have, uh, you know, yeah. so they, they have done something around that. Uh, so, yeah, the future is in, uh, you know, digital banking. Um, but uh, the, the, the thing is, uh, it's not that just digital banking. You know, the banks may feel like they are safe because they, they do digital banking. <laughs> they have digital banking. Yeah, but that's not true because if you look at Halipay, right. Halipay. Uh, Alipay and uh, another company in uh, in India called Paytm. Right. You can call them their lifestyle, their lifestyle application. They are not just a digital wallet. <laughs> Let me tell you some of the things you can do on Alipay. Alipay, you can basically, um, you know, donate to a beggar on the street. Right. Because you see, a beggar on the street in the street of Shanghai in China has a QR code. 
doesn't have a, a, yeah. a ball to collect some coins. <laughs> right. You know, just have a QR, QR, QR code. They just scan it. You scan and give him, you know, uh, the tips you want. Yeah, yeah. You go to, uh, in the app itself, you can book um, rides, you can uh, shop, in, right. you can uh, um, invest, you can buy shares, you can, you know, you can. Uh, fixed deposit you mm-hmm. can buy insurance right so uh the alipay app is more rich than a bank because a user would rather have you know uh, the alipay app than a, than a, a bank because they, they, they can do everything you right. can look for housing on your alipay app right. and book it and you know so uh so if, when if when the bank have uh just uh, created a uh, digital wallet mm-hmm. then there is a whole you know you know they they, they, they need to catch up there is a whole you know large uh, i mean i would say they, they are not able even to catch up you know with uh, the way behind yeah where alipay is or even uh, you talk even about mpesa you know because uh, right now uh you say in Kenya, everyone, uh, uh, everyone probably would rather have their bank account closed than uh, the Mpesa. The Mpesa closed. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think uh, uh, you know, even moving to digital wallet alone is not able to save the it's banks. Not a, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, having a digital wallet, that's just like like just having a storage. You yes. still need something else to move. Yes. So I can have a digital wallet, for example, with KCP Bank. Yes. But I'll use either the Flutterway for the other need to process the payment online. Yes, yes. So do you think now that the bank, maybe the only option the bank will have or they their fighting chance is maybe to have something like a processing unit maybe to acquire maybe if they can maybe they can acquire flutterweave mm-hmm. or such processing so say that you can find now the link between the wallet yeah and now the end user that is yeah. how am i now going to use the money that i have in my wallet yeah and then uh to 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 pay for goods online you know instead of just swiping yeah so do you think that's their only option so uh, I think uh, yeah, it's uh, one of the only option. However, it's a complicated option for them because you know um, if you look at companies like uh, PayPal, right? PayPal founded by uh, Elon Musk and Peter Thiel and uh, um, you know other guys. Uh, these 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 are not your typical bankers. Well, these are not your, t- you know, guys who uh, sit in a bank, you know. Right. So, um, even Flutterwave, you look at it, is uh, yeah, I know the CEO of Flutterwave was a uh, was a banker. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, at the back of the team, if you go inside the team, you find uh, just uh, innovative young people, right, who just want to challenge the norms and uh, you know. So imagine uh, if a bank was serious and they decided to buy, um, uh, you know, a payment, a fintech. Right. The first uh, point where they would collide with the fintech or mm-hmm. the team in the fintech mm-hmm. is the culture. You see, the bank is so much into compliance. They want to you know, just compliance, so much compliance. Right. 
and uh, all these compliance are not uh, beneficial to the innovation. Right. I can tell you that uh, you know uh, Jack Ma says how they they started Alipay with you know behind the back of uh, I mean all without engaging the regulatory uh, authority mm-hmm. or even Mpesa. Mpesa started um, without the burden of you know of the regulatory. So the, the regulator like the central banks. They come later to discover. Okay, is this thing we should regulate? <laughs> but uh, right. you know, so um, any I think any payment company that would be acquired by a bank, number one is uh, they would slow down in terms of innovation. Right. So they will miss on the next things happening. So I think uh, uh, maybe we we can say the role of the bank will. Remain to be close associate of the of the you know the, the government, government as agent of the central banks and maybe uh, where you you store your you know your, your paper money yeah and uh, probably uh, valuables if you have a gold you, you can you know you can go and you right, know, store it right. in the bank so I think that will remain their role but uh, you know going forward in terms of uh, how to transact online right. Um, it's hard because actually, uh, you know, even though Visa and Mastercard gives them that ability to uh, for people to transact using the account, right? Uh, still, PayPal has more online transaction than uh, you know, uh, you know, than uh, you know, Visa and uh, Mastercard. Right. Yes. And I guess it's because of the easiness because it's easier to use. I just give you my email address. Yes, that have registered with PayPal. Yes, and I can receive the money. Yes, and also I don't need a bank account, right? Yes, I yes. don't need the bank account. Once the money is in my my PayPal wallet, yes, I can transact with any merchant that accept PayPal. Yes, which it's almost everyone nowadays. Yes, so I think that's that's something that's uh that's giving them an edge uh, as compared to banks. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, right. uh, you know, simplicity of use. Um, if I'm, I want to send you money and you don't have a PayPal account, just open right. and I send you money. Just like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not about the bank is not open. They, you know, they don't need. Yeah, you know, all that. Uh, so I think uh, uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, 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 you know, this is just the, you know, the end of them. Just as we have seen other <laughs> things, you right. know, uh, historically we have seen other things. Uh, you know, go, mm-hmm. you know, right? like sending uh, letters, you know, the post office, you know, right? Uh, they they went and um, you, you may try to, anyone who tried to save them realize that uh, there's nothing much you can do with them. Right. So not unless they're being used as, a, you know, as drop off stations for e-commerce goods. Right. Nothing else. Right. I mean, yeah, so I think uh, uh, that's it for banks, you know. Well, uh, let's just wait and see and see what's, what's going to happen. So thank you, David, for joining us today and helping us understand a little bit about the fintech industry. And guys, so that's right about it, uh, our episode three. And see you in the next one.